Hey folks, it's us, podcasting wonderkins John Bishop and Lucas Southworth. Although this is a podcast about cars, it is not age-appropriate for the target demographic of these films, as we usually end up talking about the reproductive organs of Lightning McQueen. Alright, now let's take a look under the hood. than a speeding bullet train, equally powerful than a locomotive, (laughs) not able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. Look, down on the ground, it's not a bird or a plane, it's Superman but a train! (laughs) Hello and welcome to the Kachat, the only podcast brave enough to try that bit out. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) John wanted me to do that, so I did it. Yeah, so uh, I'm John, he's Lucas. And uh, true. this week we're talking about superheroes. Yeah, like John said, we're only podcast brave enough to try that bit, as well as being the only podcast not sucked into a dark vortex of magic, uh, as scientists are now calling it. Which means our names have been cleared, I guess, but magic's real, and that's where all the other podcasts are. This so is, that's this concerning. Is not the best time to bring this up, but yeah. only one of our names has been cleared. It turns out that the ah. source of the magic is evidently from uh, this podcast. Yeah, but, I was going to bring that up. But they don't know who is starting it. But I will say that I know for a fact that my name has been cleared. Hmm. And Inserting. I don't edit the podcast. Yeah, okay. I'm going to go... I'm, I, I sort of let our lawyers off the retainer, so I'm going to see if I can't cancel that. But since we're the only podcast, we are the only podcast brave enough to ask the question, hey, what's up with cars? Uh... <laughs> So, yeah, John, sorry, we're talking about superheroes and the cars first, I guess, this time. Uh, yeah, John, we were going to ta- do a different thing, but then that sort of fell through. And I texted John and said, what are we going to do? And he said, supercar? And I was like, okay, whatever, sure. So I'm going to let John take the reins, since this was his idea. All right, so I was having a conversation with my, my lovely wife, and she, when we were talking about this, we were trying to John, think of John, this- John, 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 John. My wife. I am so sorry, of course. I was having a conversation <laughs> with my wife and uh Thank you. And uh we were talking about just names for superheroes in this world. And I came uh-huh. to the conclusion that pretty much you just replace man with car and that's it. Cause it immediately became Whatever she said like they are. the green car. Like, no, you're talking about Green Lantern, and lanterns do exist, so that's the same. And then it's like, well, Wonder Woman. Well, no, that's like the fact that she's a woman is about empowerment, so like we can't change that. So yeah, it's just you replace man with car. Yeah. So thank you so much for uh, uh, listening this week. Uh, (laughs) This has been the Kachat. It has. But what, did you have other things you wanted so, to talk about vis-a-vis superheroes in the cars first? Hopefully, John? A lot of things, but that's just to, just okay, to get us cool. started. But I was thinking, yeah. okay, so it's it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman. 
he could just be a plane. And it gets you thinking about the fact that a lot of these superheroes, their power is like, oh, they're much stronger than a man or much faster than a man. And if you're a car, yeah, you are. You just you're just more. Yeah. And I mean, so what what do we think superheroes would be like in this universe? Because they're going to have to change a little bit more significantly, I would I would hope. Yeah. And and even if we want to do like uh, it, we, we always talk about like there's sort of like most of the population is just like normal cars. Yeah. Mm hmm. But there are other vehicles, like a bulldozer, which I guess in my mind I would say that's stronger than a car. But like that, there are also like a bunch of bulldozers. Well, bulldozers are bulls, but you get the idea. Like construction equipment that would be sentient that I would consider to have super strength compared to a car. Mm -hmm. But I'm not sure I would call them super powered since there are so many of them. Yes, they're like a normal run-of-the-mill thing. And then just the power of flight is a thing that a lot of people That's can just the do. Thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to differing degrees of like speed and maneuverability again, mm -hmm. but that's just like a, as uh, a thing that's the, uh, lots of people can, not everyone. So it's an, you, can, uh, you can get more and more extreme with it. Like, okay, well, what if a car was like bulletproof? Well, that that's kind of a thing. We've got vehicles that are essentially bullet resistant enough to not worry about it. So it seems like we have to get a little further from Superman, basically, and his, well, I would say his laser eyes and his, like, ice cold breath. breath. Yeah, ice breath, yeah. Uh, He's got laser eyes. Talk about He's got ice breath. He, okay, so he got is super a ventriloquism. The thing that's special about him is he's a vehicle that's plain and average looking, while also a titan of a man. And yeah. somehow he's able to do things that he shouldn't be able to do. So, yes, he can fly, but he does not have wings. He does not have a propeller. He, He's just a car that can fly. Mm. And even okay. Mater can do that. Yeah, <laughs> but that sounds like one. Let's take Mater. Mater out of the equation because he is clearly at least a demigod. Yeah, we're going to have to bring Mater back into the equation at some point in this episode. I I hope you know, but Absolutely. we can take him out for now. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's that. He's got more powers, like everyone knows of Superman's more famous abilities, like being able to make tiny versions of himself and super ventriloquism. I said uh, that one, but John spoke over me. I knew that one, just for the record. Did you say that one? Yeah, earlier, but uh, you were talking. Well... Uh, super ventriloquism, because yes. why not? The ability to sure. eat all of the burgers, a great a great cover. Uh, Doesn't he split into two and get electric powers at some point? Yes. He's Those got, are the same event that I'm not conflating two different events? He splits into two multiple times. It's, okay, I'm not it's gonna. It's strange. It, okay, so to... those are separate events, but I also believe... There is an event that is both of those things. Okay, sure. The Why 90s not? were weird. They they figured, okay, yeah. people don't like this Superman cat because he's too, like, I don't know, boring. His powers are played out. So what are we going to do? We're going to give him new, cool 90s powers. Like, he's electric now instead of everything else. And he's red and blue in two people. That's what he's, I was thinking of specifically. For the most part, he is just blue but there is a red and blue superman 
on I'm pretty sure multiple occasions. And one of those times Gosh, may must, have been Electric Superman. It must be hard to have like a story whose continuity goes back like 80 years. See, that's one reason. And why I mean, I really obviously like the continuity doesn't actually go back that far because they reset it 80 times. But that's one thing I like about DC is that uh, they acknowledge that, OK, comic books are ridiculous. We can't yeah. just, I don't know, keep going because if we did, Superman would be Jimmy Olsen's father and that would be weird. And we would just have to accept that forever. So every once in a while, they have the Flash do some nonsense, and then bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> Let's start from scratch, boys. Whereas in Marvel, Sometimes what they do... Sometimes it's Dr. Manhattan. <laughs> in Marvel, what they do is they just... Okay, so if we want it to be really crazy, we're going to have it be a different universe. And if we want it to be really crazy and in the main universe, we're just going to have to justify it in some ridiculous way, like, oh... Peter Parker, he's no longer relatable because he's been married for 30 years. So let's have him make a deal with Satan, which he did. No, yeah, you're right. I, I did. didn't know that. I assume you're correct. But yeah, well, sounds like I will some say, nonsense Petey would get not, into. It's not Satan per se. It's Mephisto, but it's Satan. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Our, our show is about a series with what? 10, 12, uh, 10 to 14 years continuity at this point and how it trips over itself a lot we've got, and is inconsistent and weird. We've got five movies and I would say we have an entire comic book universe worth of uh, inconsistencies per movie. Yeah, that, yeah, that's fair. <sighs> oh boy. They shouldn't All have right. made Cars Alive is basically our point, the point of this show. They, should, they just shouldn't have done that one. <laughs> that one... Maybe they didn't think about it all that much, which I guess fair, but also we're not going to let you have it. Yeah, like it worked. It's an incredibly profitable thing, but what do you got for me, Johnny? Let's make a generic list of like some superhero powers that cars can have and it wouldn't just be like, oh yeah, cars sometimes can do that. Okay. We've got laser vision. We've Uh, got ice breath. Yeah. uh, Green Lantern what like hard light constructions i guess is the term for that energy constructions yes Uh, like intangibility like martian manhunter stuff okay okay i like that yeah as well as shape-shifting i'm just gonna go ahead and say but they have to do it slow they're transformers then uh yeah okay i will say just magic i guess but even then like they can wave their hand and technology will do things for them so that's kind of magic I don't know, man. For some reason, my mind is going like Super Scream, like Black Canary. I mean, no, that's a thing that they are some vehicles can yeah. do. Okay. Uh, I went over to Marvel, which is a mistake. A lot of theirs are pretty basic. All right. Healing yourself. That's a yeah. good one. Oh, but in the X-Men. That's a good, that's a good weird ones. Teleportation. Yeah. Ooh, uh, uh, stretching, like Reed Richards and the Elongated Man, etc. Can we talk about the fact that uh, Cyclops, those aren't lasers? Concussive blasts. They are. Yep. I, let me see if I can get this. When he shoots his eye beams, he is actually opening a portal to like a dimension full of like f- concussive force that is letting out what look like lasers, and then they just hit like a punch but a big one is that pretty yes. much it 
man his eyes can comic books his eyes punch people (laughs) yeah and to justify how this kinetic force that is red is able to melt things like lasers it hits Mm -hmm. it on a subatomic level that just causes the matter to vibrate in a way that causes it to convert to thermal energy which turns it into heat you know like radiation you know like lasers do john they've done the science they have top scientists at marvel telling them that gamma radiation will turn you into a big monster but only sometimes well it's pretty much never except for the one time it did and then no you're only the monster sometimes oh okay not yeah so the hulk was an anomaly and should never have been able to happen but theoretically i guess it could have except for the whole he gets bigger and has more mass which is weird so being the hulk that's this the hulk yeah that's what i'm saying but like there is science supporting some of that the sum of it being that gamma radiation can like alter and damage your dna in a way that can mutate you it's just never gonna be a good thing yeah, it's, no cool parts will happen. Don't go gamma. Don't go gamming waterfalls. Basically, just keep on to the rivers, streams, and streets that you're used to. Yeah, that I guess worked as a reference. Uh, but getting bigger vehicles can't just gain mass. Invisible. No, they can do that. They can stealth. They can't invisible yet. I'm sure they can. I am sure they can. They can do, like, the technology stuff that sort of works, where they have the screens on one side and the cameras on the other that, like, sort of works as invisibility, but they can't true invisibility, is what I'm saying. But they can hologram and make Mater into five different completely bodies? Yes, in in the Cars-verse they can. I'm saying just, like, normal cars can't. Oh, normal cars can't. Ah, yeah, yes. normal vehicles, like we were saying. I don't know why, but I got confused by the fact that oh no, it can happen in the Cars movies. But <laughs> no, normal what... normal cars in our world can't really be invisible, even if the cars in Cars can. Meaning that even our list doesn't make sense in this universe. No, yeah, it is sort of a hard thing to do. I, that's something I do want to get into, though. Is we've seen some examples like we were saying, of things that don't really happen in our world, but like could be superpower adjacent at the very least uh, in the Carsverse, mainly being the technology used in Cars 2 by the spies. Mm -hmm. And also, you know, lightning being Thor. Yeah, I did forget about that in the, in what was it, Tokyo Mater? In In Tokyo Mater. Yeah, okay, he does, he does teleport. He teleports because of the power of lightning. Yeah. Which Uh, Thor is the god of thunder, so I would say lightning's probably more powerful. Yeah, okay. All right. Okay. Who would win? Thor or lightning with his stupid lightning powers from Tokyo Mater? Is that... Absolutely. That is the fight that I'm trying to... I'm trying to get to happen right now. I don't know, man. Lightning seems very powerful in that little short. Yeah. Gut is telling me Lightning McQueen, which is wild. See, here's the thing. If you watch the first Thor movie, 
hands down Lightning McQueen. Mm. I'm talking From... pre and post Thorification. Yeah, honestly. Ragnarok because... on, he gets pretty powerful though. John, are we just <laughs> going to talk about movies that aren't really related to cars? <laughs> Is that why he said that? I want to talk about <laughs> superheroes fighting cars. I, I could have seen this coming. I don't know, man. I think I'm going to say Lightning. What do you say? I'm, I'm going to stick with Lightning even post-Ragnarok level right. Thor. Post-Ragnarok, I'm going to give it to Thor. Sure. But I, I'm very tempted not to. Because I, I got to say, Thor uses any amount of electricity. He's just going to do what he did in Avengers and like power him up more. Yeah, he just sort of has to chop him with his big cool axe that he got that's part Groot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and who who knows this demi demigod uh, lightning? We've only seen maybe thirty seconds of his powers, so we don't have a full spectrum or Very power true. level reading that we could do on him. So it, it it's the science just isn't there. We need to see more powered, uh, super powered lightning McQueen. Cars five. I mean, basically, have we not? Oh no, we did Cars four. Man, it is cars, I just it, yeah, yeah, we did Cars four. No, I thought Cars five was going to be the really religious one. <laughs> Where they go see the manufacturer. You did you did say that. So car six. So what we're going to do I don't know if we could make it God of War. That's fair. I just want to lay out our trajectory of Cars movies is like a fairly grounded, like sort of like Cars One, you know, just a race, blah blah blah. Cars two gets a little fantastical. Uh then Cars Three is even more grounded. Our Cars Four is incredibly grounded, low, low stakes. Uh, very interpersonal. Cars 5 gets a little, like, gets very heady, but maybe not, like, fantastical. Then Cars 6, we're like, nah. <laughs> we're gonna Ragnarok this. This is the Avengers now. <laughs> Cars 5 is going to be a fever dream of a movie where everything that has ever been confusing about Mater is just dialed up to 11. Mm, love it. Avengers. Con- Avengers. <laughs> That's the that's the title. We got it. Fantastic. Keep going. Yep. Okay. Yes. So we're gonna start it off with just your classic. Uh, Mater gets abducted by aliens, uh, and sure. then he free. No, lightning. Of course, lightning gets abducted by aliens, and Mater has to save him, and that involves he him going. He, he has to go to like some mysterious old vehicle to uh, learn how to channel his divine powers. But what's that trying to stop him? the the vampires <sighs> challenging stuff john mm-hmm. and uh, challenging who does, stuff who does he have to recruit the the he has to recruit davy jones and davy jones oh, locker from, and from and boats like the search for eight McQueen? different boats that are all just essentially davy jones and his ship the flying dutchman and apparently his locker which is also a boat and it's going to be boats the search for mcqueen it's just going to be a tie-in with that. And then we're going to have to branch out and make more diverse movies. Like, oh, well, this one's just about straight up a motorcycle who is a vampire who is actually only half vampire somehow. And he hunts down vampires. Is that Blade? That is, is that Blade. where you're going? That is Blade. Okay. I didn't realize. I don't know much about Blade, but I didn't realize he was half vampire. Yep. Ooh, fascinating I think... stuff. I think his mother was bitten while she was pregnant with him. I guess that works. I don't know. <laughs> it, he's sure, a, why not? He's a daywalker because he's only half vampire, which means he's only like half as good at being a vampire. And 
still like drinks blood, I guess, but also can walk in the daylight. I could go for that. Yeah. Get like some strength, some mm-hmm. invulnerability, but like not a lot of the drawbacks. Your diet does have to change to you you have to at least half of your diet be blood. Mm, don't like that. But I could make it work. All right. Yeah. I'm going to be a vampire now. Half vampire. My bad. Nice. And I'll be a werewolf, which I don't know what that would be in the Cars universe. Okay, I guess we could talk about that. Werewolf. Let's what would bring they transform? To, what would be? Let's bring it back to superheroes for a minute. And in like the 80s, maybe, they were trying to create a character, but they realized that they weren't allowed to use like the Wolfman or a werewolf. So what Marvel did is they made someone who is a were-pterodactyl. Fantastic. I love it. Keep going. So Were-a-dactyl. Keep going. So what if it's like a, a, a car that... Oh, Lucas, I was just about to propose ah, a character who already existed. It's Gosh, Franz. Darn it. It's always Franz. <laughs> it's always Franz. Uh, every, every full moon, he becomes a plane. But he has some control over it, so he's a super... Dang it, Franz is a superhero. Franz okay. is a superhero, for sure. Because that's the okay, thing. So in this universe, like the superheroes exist, but they're also just like the people who are really, really rare. Like someone who is able to go from being a car to just being a plane. Yeah, and that actually, you saying that superheroes exist in this universe, actually sort of leads into the, I don't know, I can't remember if we got submissions for the wiki quote title this week. I don't think we did, but I didn't look for the episode. So if you submitted one, sorry, submit it again. Quote of the day. Don't submit it again. Just I'll look next time of the day. Give me that. <laughs> don't submit it again of the day. <laughs> sure, bud. You got it. Uh, this time we're going over to worldofcarsdriving.fandom.com slash wiki slash the underscore Incredimobiles. The Incredimobiles or The Incredicars, is a Pixar animation factory movie. It tells about superheroes which protect their city, but sometimes the situation is very difficult. Fortunately, the Incredimobiles are very strong. <laughs> so, that's it? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's most of it. There's like, it appears in Radiator Springs and on a poster in Paris, the Incredimobiles is a parody of the real-life Pixar superhero film, The Incredibles. There, I read the entire uh, <laughs> the entire uh, wiki page there, which I, you know I like to do. But mm-hmm. yeah, the concept of The Incredibles, the movie at the very least, exists in the Cars first. Uh, there, there's a poster in Cars Land, which is actually part of a picture uh, that is our Twitter header. Uh and they they also apparently there is a poster for Les Indestructibles uh in Paris in Cars 2. Uh so they're not real... incredible, they're indestructible in France. Yeah, I guess. I don't I took two years of France and I assume indestructibles means the instructables, the indestructibles, but I guess I don't know that. I mean you say uh, that and then I just have to like remember the fact that the word mahru does not mean maroon. It means brown. It does, in fact, mean brown. I did remember that one. Uh, yeah, the French are bad at language. Sorry if you're French and listening to this. I'm sorry. just sorry if you're French. Oof. Coming for their throats. Uh, but one more thing I do. 
over on the Mr. Incredible page on this car's wiki, there's just a little disclaimer up at the top that I just really, really love. It says Mr. Incredible, then right underneath it in italics, it says, this article is about the car. You may be looking for the human. And then it links to a different wiki page for, you know, the one who's actually in the in the movie. No, it doesn't even link to anything. <laughs> I clicked it a, a page for Mr. Incredible in parentheses human does not yet exist, which makes sense. It's a car's wiki. But yeah, that's my quote. Okay. But I, I just wanted to bring that up to point out that the concept of superpowers does exist within the cars first. Like it's not something that would be foreign to them. Mm. Okay, okay. That's fair. And uh, I'm just doing a check real quick. And uh, nope, no French listeners. We're good. Fantastic. We can say whatever we want. Number one fan, Faith. Does does she still have a distaste for France? She did for a long time. Oh, I I do not know. Like, in case this isn't... uh, Like, in case you don't know that I'm joking, I don't actually mind France at all. I just... I wanted it to be a funny goof. Does she actually dislike France for some reason? I think it was also a bit. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. She either yeah. had a bit or some gen- genuine distaste for France and maybe still does. Let us know, number one fan faith. I guess text us and we'll give you all an update next week. Faith doesn't like France still or not. Is I, I mean, guess if, what our show has become. <laughs> if there's one thing I can say about Faith and her bits, it's that even if they start off as a bit, they become real very quickly. Like, you know, the phrase, suh, dude. Ah, oh, she loves it. Okay, well, so, in The Incredibles, there are four main, well, there are lots of superpowers, but let's we'll stick to the Parr family, I guess. Or the Carr family. Oh! Uh, <laughs> right now, I've got a million of them this week. They, they are super strong, uh, have invisibility and force fields, stretch, and super speed are their four powers. Okay. I get, uh, as we've said, super speed, super strength. Uh, th- those are easily replicatable by cars. But what what I'm getting to, how does the car stretch? How does car stretch? Well, yeah. the same way that Mr. Fantastic does. Did you know that Mr. Fantastic's body just behaves as if it were made of rubber? Well, it doesn't, though. But it does, That's though. That's how rubber is. <laughs> yep. But it's rubber. Rubber the car? The answer is simple. R- rubber car. Okay, that's sort of where I thought you were going. With Which, the like, power of I get... radiation from space, yeah. you can turn him into a rubber car. And, like, there's going to be a degree of, like, humans can't stretch, so, like, cars stretch in the same way humans stretch somehow through nonsense science, which is... A pretty good point. I don't really have an answer to. Uh, Mr. Fantastic. Fan- uh, uh, man, we are on fire. I'm going to keep it the Avengers because they, they have a bit more name recognition yep. than, the, than the Fantastic Four. Honestly, I just wanted to bring that up because the stretchy car looks weird. And I want you all to have the image of a stretchy car in your mind. Okay, so we've got stretchy car. What about like Spider-Man? Hmm, sticky car. Sticky, swingy car sticky wheels uh sense Mater. of danger and able Hook. to produce webs well not a, only in toby Maguire and the comics that came after toby Maguire spider-man could he produce the web himself miles he just morales. scientifically made it 
Does Miles Morales produce it in his body? Uh, huh. Not in the most recent movie, but not they Spider-Man wanted him to yeah, be but... like a little bit more uh, biological. So he's got this weird venom touch. That's the weird electricity thing that he can do in the movie. Hmm. And I think okay. he might be able to produce like creepy spikes. I don't know Man. about that. Miles yeah. has way better powers than Peter. Yeah, it's like with Peter, they experimented sometimes and they would like turn him more and less spider. So at one point he had certain powers and then they tried other things with like Spider-Man 99 and whichever powers they really liked, they just gave to Miles. Which, fair. Miles mm-hmm. is a cool Spider-Man. He is a cool uh, Spider-Man. But All right. I, you fully glossed over. I really want Spider-Car to be a tow truck. Like they can still, it, it like the the rope can still be spider whatever uh but i want it to be doing that because then they'll even look sort of like a spider because it'll be coming out of their butt that's pretty funny to me there's no reason for it to be any different let's face it mater is currently spider-man he even has a sense of danger of things coming up from behind him that no one else has as the world's best backwards driver best backwards driver yeah okay so mater is already spider-man uh, he's a Spider-Man. Uh, Major P. Spider-Man. Okay. Challenging stuff this week. I All do right. want... One thing we did... We've actually talked a little bit about superheroes in the Cars first before. I want to say in our sports episode. Is but it who cyborg? can say... No. Although, a good point. You you brought up what the Batmobile would be like. Uh, the Batmobile would just be Batman in this universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sure. we, we went on a few tangents of maybe Superman then would be the rocket from Krypton and Wonder Woman would be her invisible jet. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. That was a fun thing we said. And it's our superhero episode. So I want to bring it up again. See if we could take that any further. Now, what are we going to do about the Flash? Uh, yeah. Okay. He's just a regular car that happens to be able to drive much faster than anyone else. And I mean, when we say much faster, like the speed of light, faster than the speed of light. Able to warp time and space to suit his desires, even though he never does it in a way that is advantageous. Yeah, he's only able to do time stuff sometimes. He's bad at it. The reverse Mm -hmm. flash is much better at time stuff. Uh, But yeah. I think he's just a car that goes like way too fast, and uh, <laughs> which like that's that's great. But yeah. what if he's a car that goes way too fast, and he doesn't have the anti-friction shield as good, so he still has to deal with the thing that the guy in Cars Three did, where just bugs constantly in his eyes. Hmm. Which, as we discussed last week, maybe children, probably not. I don't really subscribe to that theory. I just thought it was weird and bad and the kind of nonsense we like to get into in this Absolutely. show. But yeah. Okay. Flash is just very fast car. Love it. I, Aquaman is just like a submarine, submarine. I guess, that submarine somehow who, can be on land. Submarine with that some wheels got on. Uh, a, a wheeled can, submersible. Yeah. Uh, I think Iron Man might just be Iron Man without a person in him like not even a car shaped i don't know that doesn't make sense but that's what i want him to be i guess is more what i'm saying i think iron man is just a forklift that gets into a vehicle that is a car oh no yeah (laughs) not a sentient car he just gets into a car suit 
Huh. And you, you can say something like, oh, that's going to be gross and morbid because he's like putting on a costume of a different like race or not. But I mean, if you think about it, Iron Man is putting on a suit of armor that is basically human shaped. So we can just assume that there will somehow be a difference and it won't just be a car body that he's putting on. I want the forklift to get into like, of, of, I want it to be humanoid so bad. And again, I know that doesn't make sense. Why would it be humanoid? Can, but I really want it to be a big humanoid robot. Can we agree on something weird about this? Why not? Sure. I'll say, I, I think it's, he's a forklift that gets into a car armor suit, but that car armor suit has a Hulkbuster form that is just a humanoid. Yeah. Okay. Also, it's, suit of karma. Come on, John. Suit of karma. And yeah. I'm thinking it's probably just going to look like Megas XLR. Which everyone knows what that is, John. Thank Do you not no know what Megas XLR is? Are you saying Mega Sex LR? I'm saying Megas XLR. Okay, still don't know what that is, but it's better than whatever I was thinking. Please tell me whatever that is. It's about like a weird junkyard neckbeard and his super thin like uh best friend they they just find an extremely advanced piece of alien technology that's it's just a gundam and because like one or two things of the console is broken like the controls they destroy the entire console and replace it with a car and it's just a fantastic fighting- it's a fighting robot with a car for a head. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at some pictures. I could get behind this. Yeah. <laughs> and that's Iron Man's Hulkbuster suit. Yeah, I dig that. Which makes me think that for the Hulk, he's going to be a, a reasonably sized car that just becomes a giant humanoid. <laughs> that would be, it would be advantageous for them to have fists with which to punch. With which to smash. Yeah, I apologize. I mean, uh, you could say something like he becomes a wrecking ball, but I don't know. He's supposed to be monstrous, so maybe he just becomes the Hulk. And we have seen, if we don't want to make him humanoid, we have seen a couple of examples of what he could become. I think both in weird little shorts. Mm-hmm. Like uh, he could become when, the monster when, truck? Yeah, like in the in the Wrestle Mater's Tall Tale, there's a big, big monster he could become, and also in... Uh, freaking the ghost light yeah Yeah. the The, uh, banshee banshee so good yeah so the banshee and that frankenstein monster those are just one of those is the hulk one of those is abomination i'll have you decide which it's great you know i'm gonna i'm gonna leave it to dealer's choice you know whichever you believe well let's yeah this one's a headcanon obviously Mm -hmm. all this is a headcanon but well except for anything we we say for sure yeah because we are the experts. Mm-hmm. Are there any more uh, superheroes who famously have a vehicle that we could the say Green are Hornet? just that vehicle? Yeah, he's just a car. Yeah, okay. Uh, all right. Other I mean, vehicles. Supergirl. Spider-Man does have just... a spider, like spider dune buggy thing. Oh, John. <laughs> he shouldn't have. I love that. Oh, I love that. It was short-lived because it didn't make any sense because in New York, swinging around from building to building will get you there really fast but having a vehicle will get you there two hours late yeah uh, yeah could it stick to buildings or was it literally just a car honestly i think in some renditions it was just a car oh boy okay so 
other vehicles. Okay, Ghost Rider. <laughs> He's just a motorcycle. <laughs> Ooh, that okay. We had been sort of swinging and missing. We got it now. That got one's it. good. All right. Yeah. Oh, I mean, there are I want multiple... one of them to be a boat. So I'm going to say Black Manta famously has a boat. The supervillain Black Manta. The he's got a submarine. Villain. Yeah, he's got a submarine. So he's that submarine. Black Manta's a submarine. But then again, that's just that's just Aquaman too. Because we said Aquaman yeah. was a submarine that had wheels. Black Manta is a submarine that has a lot of weapons, but no other abilities, I guess. And Aquaman is Aquaman. just a really, really powerful submarine car. He can just run into you harder, I guess. <laughs> and somehow go really, really fast underwater and talk to, I don't know, other... other Whatever fish are, we can't decide what fish are this episode, John. Uh, so tune in next week for What's Under the Water. What, what Episode 41, What's Fish? What is fish? I want to talk a little bit about the genre of superhero, like the Batman type. Who I was going to say that in like regards to their media. Or were you just saying like, uh, how do they approach the dark and more noir heroes? I, I was going to, to say more on like a concept of the superhero level of like, they are people, they, they are normal people who have trained themselves to have great abilities and are like decked out like the batman green arrow type yeah i would just assume that they're all basically just spies without a government agency behind them they've got all the equipment and that's pretty much it and somehow one of them becomes mayor of star city which makes so much sense i guess he's got like a harpoon gun attached to the green arrow yeah and his his girlfriend's almost wife several times. She's just a car with a great speaker system that can vibrate buildings and glass to shatter. She's DJ. She's DJ of the delinquent Roadhogs. Man, I know too many cars from the Cars movies, but that is a car that exists in the Cars verse. <laughs> he hangs out with Snotrod. You know DJ. Yeah, you know DJ. All right, so Lucas, I got a I got a question that's going to be a little bit perplexing. Sure. Dr. Fate's helmet. Huh, okay. How does he put it yeah. on? How does he take it off? What is it? Is it a helmet? I'm going to real quick. I assume y'all don't know most of y'all don't know as much about superheroes as we do. Uh Dr. Fate is like a person, he puts on a helmet and gets possessed by an otherworldly being and then gets magic powers, like literal magic as opposed to, you know, science magic that other superpower powered people have Uh, that good enough description of dr fate uh yeah pretty much he's multiple people all that jazz he his helmet is the helmet of fate and it was created by nabu and i think oftentimes has nabu in it yeah like talking to him yeah yeah sometimes just taking over his body he's a lord of order is that correct is Mm -hmm. that a thing the like there are the magic gods of uh, order and chaos and he is of order, which does not mean he's a good guy. I need no. to emphasize that. Being orderly or being chaotic doesn't mean you're good or bad. It just tends to. I'm going to say, I mean, my first thought is like a hood ornament or like one of those things you put on like your uh, your radio antenna. Okay. Is all I can like there. They could be like a car hood or like 
rims or uh could be a lot of things but those are my first things since they go like vaguely adjacent to your head i'm going to say something that's going to be hard to hear hard to think about okay what if he's a convertible okay yeah you were right about what you said (laughs) he just puts on the back half of his head (laughs) Hmm. okay i don't like that but we have seen in some early concept stuff they they talk about going to like a convertible like restaurant that like they will be topless in mm-hmm. so convertibles could exist i mean i, I, guess, I guess the eye salesman slash uh genital salesman yeah. wasn't she wasn't she a convertible yeah the one from cars 2 who eyes are in the wrong place at the very least shows us that cars could have not brains there so i guess that works sure all right yeah all right john i want to talk about uh firestorm he's two people that becomes one big person that becomes one big person well i mean we could frankenstein it and be like oh yeah two cars crashed into each other real hard and fused together because of radiation and then they can undo that at any like obviously i don't want to say obviously because i'm taking a leap of logic here but you could like engineer them together and like just make a franken car as you were saying you could but take the engine to... out and put it into a different body maybe who can say at this point it's 2020 uh but you could what i want they can do it pretty quickly and at will mm-hmm. they can both fuse and unfuse uh when they want to be firestorm and want to be two separate people so i don't know man how's that work They're both motorcycles, and then they drive beside each other, and then the Firestorm Matrix turns them into a car. You know what? That's a lot better than I thought we were going to do with that. So yeah, sure. All right. It would also work... Oh, you remember how in uh, The Dark Knight... uh, He's got a motorcycle that just is part of the Batmobile? Yeah, because how Firestorm works a lot of the time is one of them is the body and one of them just like sort of the is also the brain like it yeah. doesn't he doesn't that's one weird thing re- that's very retain control yeah it's not one is the body one is the mind it's one is everything and the other one is just along for the ride yeah so i think that would work is what i'm saying mm-hmm. with the batmobile a car like the batmobile just having a motorcycle in it that can't really do anything. So while two motorcycles together. use the Firestorm Matrix to become the Batmobile. Or one of them is just already the Batmobile, the other is the Batcycle. But the one that and is the they... Batmobile can't drive because he's missing two wheels. I think the Batcycle just sort of lives inside. I don't think he. it makes up either of the two, the four wheels of the Batmobile. I, I think could be it, wrong about I that. I think it does make up some of the wheels because what it does is it like transforms into it and just detaches. I feel I like guess. It, I don't remember it just that detaches well itself and it's like he gets part of the machine to become a motorcycle. So either way, that's what I want it to be. <laughs> we have been... We've been talking about superheroes and cars, and you mentioned cars that, like, like uh, heroes that are famous for having a vehicle. I'm sure I've forgotten one that's obvious, is what you're getting to. And we still haven't said anything about Turbo Team. That's true. Okay. 
If you aren't aware, Turbo Teen is a very bad television show from like the 80s that had like 13 episodes. A child got like hit with some radiation and combined with his car. And then when he becomes warm or eats spicy food, he transforms into his car. Yep. He is a teen who becomes a car. And that's that's the superhero is just... He doesn't become a special car. He just becomes a car. As the McElroy... I'm going to attribute this one fully to the McElroys because it's a fantastic joke. But he doesn't really have any more powers than a teenager with a car. (laughs) Like, he can just drive people places. He's just... He's just a teenager who is a car. I will say, he does have, like, one or two really strong advantages and that is if someone puts him in a box to kidnap him he can then become a car and smash through the box so that's he has to make himself warm first though he can't really control this it has to be a stuffy box yeah or he has to like i don't know rub his arms produce some friction he's a car that becomes a different car or again it could be a motorcycle becomes a car if we want it to be small, then big. All right, but then I'm going to propose he's a forklift that becomes a car. Much better. Thank that. Yeah, actually, much better. Thank you. Lucas, when are we going to do a movie just about forklifts? Honestly, the, uh, that's a, a good point. It would be, it's the material's a, all there. It's about a plucky young forklift who doesn't want to be insert manual job that all forklifts have to do. No, he wants to be a racer. And in the end, That's guess what? what? He doesn't become a racer because guess what? Love it. Sometimes you're not going to just be able to do whatever you want and you have to learn that, but you also have to learn to accept things and you have to learn that it's okay to be who you are and we should spread a positive message about that. It's like a Monsters University kind of message. I love that. Have you seen I mean, Monsters University? That's yeah. sort of the plot of Monsters University. <laughs> Lucas, I have yeah. watched... Probably a good uh, 800 minutes of that movie. It's too I've many. I've never seen that movie. Oh, was it on in the movie theater while you were there? And even worse, I've like had to do so many theater checks where I just had to stay in there because a bunch of teenagers were being terrible. So I've just like mm-hmm. watched all of that movie completely out of order. And that's just it. Yeah. I may that, have that's, actually that's... at one point watched the movie. But... If I have, I don't know. And also, I've watched the movie so many times in bits and pieces. Yeah, that's that's the the like theme or message of Monsters University is Mike wants to be a scarer like Sully is, but he's not actually good at it. But he learns to use his talents otherwise. It's a good message. It's a good movie. It is it's a good a, message. It's, movie. it's not my favorite. But I will say they do undercut it by saying he's not good at scaring and then he was actually kind of good at scaring in the end. He was never yeah, great. He, yeah, that's true. But he was somehow actually pretty good. And then there was cheating that went on. And that's what happened and all this stuff. And he like people get kicked out for reasons. Spoiler alert. But at the same time of spreading this message of it's okay to not be good at the thing that you thought you were supposed to do or wanted to do 
because there are things you're going to be good at that you maybe haven't realized. But then it also undercuts it just slightly by saying, but maybe he is good at it. But then it doubles back. It's like, ah, oh, but he's not going to do that. He's going to do, he's going to invent an entire new part he's, of, he's going to become uh, a coach. An entire new job, which like, cool. He had something he was good at and invented an entire new profession around it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. But like, I don't know. Oh, I just wanted to say about Turbo Teen, I desperately want to do an epi- full episode on Turbo Teen, but I searched for hours over the past three years, several different times trying to find the episodes and I can't find them anywhere. I've only done it maybe two or three times, but I've spent probably also hours looking for Turbo Teen. I've watched two episodes, I believe. Yeah, I've found two episodes on YouTube. Probably assume the same two. There are 13 episodes. I think I watched one or two of them on Daily Motion. Something like that, man. I don't know. If for whatever reason you know how to access Turbo Teen for some reason, please tell us. I desperately want to do a Turbo Teen episode. We can't even find like DVDs that are just used DVDs somewhere. I guess maybe we should start looking for VHS of Turbo Teen. No, I, I've looked for VHS. There is no recorded medium. I cannot find. They have never released it on DVD or VHS that I can find, which is bonkers. Uh, but I would love to do a vampire-style episode on Turbo Teen. Absolutely. We haven't done the question from Liz yet. <laughs> All right, time so for gonna... a question from Liz. You, you breathed in like you are going to do the other part. Uh, <laughs> both of our significant others are named Elizabeth. That's the entire joke. They ask us questions. We don't tell you which one is which, but you pretty much know which one is which. This week, the entire question is masks? Yes. Yeah, okay. Which I would expand to secret identities, question mark? Well, here's the thing. Tell me the thing, Johnny. El Matador wears a mask, and everyone knows who he is. Yeah. Underneath his mask is another mask. That is is all. true? Yeah. (laughs) Like, I think there's just a short bit when, I think when I came over, we watched a little bit, the thing where he was doing that thing, he's like... And underneath his mask is another mask. And he just tears off his mask now, real fast. El Choop does, not El Matador. Oh. You said El Matador. I said yeah. El Matador because L, and that's all I had to think about. And I was like, yep, L. I'll just say the first Got one it. because there can't be that many characters named L something because that just means the. And how many people have the title the? Two in this universe, at least. Maybe yeah. more. I don't know. But that it, you are right, El Choop. Uh, El Chupacabra from Planes does have a mask and in the little meet the planes bit we talked about two episodes ago I want to say he one of his things was under my mask is another mask which is they pulled it off and there was that's true yep and there was a thing with Mater where he found his nose and then he put it back on so like you can just take off parts of your face and put them back on and People are still going to recognize you, whether you remove your nose, put it back on, wear a mask, wear a mask on top of a mask, get a new paint job. I don't think masks are going to do much in this world. Yeah, that's that's something I wanted to bring up. In this universe, you can change your entire paint job or get new parts. And like, people weren't like, who is this man who is suddenly blue when... Lightning was, you know, suddenly blue in two different movies. No, just one. Uh, at the end of Cars 3, 
they're like, yeah, cool paint job, Lightning. I love it. It's a good reference to the Hudson Hornet, your mentor and friend. And like, I got to be honest, if like a friend of mine were to get just tattoos all over their body, including their face, it would take me a while to recognize them. And that's just changing like, oh, there's now a pattern on your face. And that would still take me a while. When people get haircuts, sometimes it takes me a while to recognize them. And in this world, you can remove parts of your body, have different ones attached, and have your entire body change colors. And no one will know that, like, there's a difference significantly. And people always make fun of, like, secret identities in superhero medium, which is not really something I ever got. Like, why would you think Clark Kent was Superman? Like, they look vaguely similar, but, like, why would you think Superman was a human to begin with? Like, had a human version. Yeah, and there's something, I think it's Superman Confidential, where they explain that when he's Clark Kent, he's able to actually, like, position different muscles in a different way because, you know, he isn't human, and what he does is he, like, makes it look like he's got... Uh, a distended gut or something like that to where he's got like a, a little bit of a beer belly and he's got a hunch and he's his face looks a little bit different because the muscles in his face are being used differently and on top of all that they do the sci-fi nonsense explanation of oh his glasses have a material that make it impossible for you to recognize a face which is why he's yeah, so forgettable know. but like there's even like a very famous like I've seen it circulate around the internet a lot, a little clip of like Christopher Reeves Superman where he's he thinks Lois has figured out who he is or is about to tell Lois uh who he is and he's like in Clark Kent mode and he fully just changes his posture and takes off his glasses and it looks like two different people. It's in it's one incredible acting. Christopher Reeves was an incredible Superman. Uh but like I don't know where I'm going with this vis-a-vis cars, but I guess it's just like, that wouldn't really work with cars, huh? It really wouldn't, because they can change so much and people will immediately recognize them. And that's with metal bodies that are not just like flesh. You can change the entire color. You can change probably even structural things to the like actual chassis of the vehicle. People still know who it is. Yeah, and I mean, I guess they could do something super extensive to the point where, like, they, I don't know, fully changed out almost every part of themselves. But like we talked about with, like, uh, Firestorm, they usually have to be able to do this very quickly. Mm -hmm. And especially for the non-superpowered ones, like the Batmobile, I don't know, man. Batmobile looks like the Batmobile. <laughs> the Batmobile is a tank at this point. You're not going to just yeah. see a billionaire who is a tank who came in at the same time as the tank that's been beating up all the poor people. And you're just, oh, those are two completely different people because that car sleeps with all these women and that car is a tank. And then, and then <laughs> tells them immediately that he's the Batman, usually. Uh, but no, that's just the one he cares about. Car. And by the one, I do mean the one he cares about at that moment. Yeah. Okay. I was about to say that's a very famous criticism of Batman. Is the second he finds a woman, he tells him he's Batman. Oh boy. So to answer your question, I don't really know. 
would they have secret identities even or would they just be super would they be like people whose identities were public like iron man in the mcu i'm gonna go ahead and say it's probably all of them are just iron men at that point of oh yeah i'm a i'm a superhero because why not why not yeah yeah we said we would bring back up mater at some point and we did several times no yeah we did but when i was specifically thinking we haven't really talked too much about supervillains. I think Mater would be like the ultimate supervillain in this universe, as we've discussed. I don't know. I feel like he's definitely just like the Dr. Manhattan who's playing with everyone because he's bored. Much better. As always, you took my you took my idea, you ran with it. It was better. Yep. Dr. Manhattan has all these powers and is just doesn't know what to do with them. So yep, he, that's he Mater. plays with these mortal fools. <laughs> yeah, which is actually a storyline and recent dc comics Mm -hmm. it just ended like within the past month or two and that's something i i mentioned it very briefly earlier that that's how they justified like a continuity shift Mm -hmm. uh it's it's a storyline i think is very funny because like dr manhattan just was like huh superman's important what if i messed with how superman worked and he just sort of did that because he was bored and that shifted all of the time space all right i will say pretty much that is actually not what happened. He, Dr. Manhattan was manipulated by, okay. at that point, I think Jor-El, but also not maybe actually Jor-El, maybe someone who was above Jor-El. So that's great. It's weird. And uh, you did just describe Mr. Mixelpedalic. That's his whole thing is he is a sixth dimensional being or a fifth i want to say fifth i don't know for sure i think he's yeah fifth sounds right because i think fifth is imagination sure so yeah he his whole thing is he's he's a fan of superman so he tortures superman to see how interesting things will happen yeah i i much now that you've said that you've improved my idea you've already improved i like made her much more as a fifth dimensional uh being like I can't say the Superman one, so I'm going to say Batmite, who is Batman's version of that character. Uh, I like that much more because, I don't know, Dr. Manhattan has so much angst, and that's not really Mater. Yeah, Dr. Manhattan is a sad boy with just the most out there penis. And uh, I like the happy-go-lucky, I-want-to-have-a-fun-time, joke-joke-laugh-laugh, fifth-dimensional imp. Yeah, that's much better. And... I don't know. I don't want to see Mater's penis. <laughs> I just don't want to do that. Nor do I want him to be... Well, he, gosh, he was blue before he rusted. Okay. Yep, he was blue before he <laughs> rusted. So when he became powerful, he lost his blue. He's the anti-Manhattan. Or he was already powerful when he was blue, and he maybe went through an angsty phase then, like an angsty Dr. Manhattan phase then, and then he was like, eh, you know what? I'm just going to mess with people. And then he <laughs> let himself rust and be more of a, I'm going to try to say it, Mr. M- Mixelplitic. That's not it. That's ah. close enough. If you were to say that at a comic convention, some like hyper nerd might be a jerk, but everyone else will immediately know who you're talking about. Would be like, oh yeah, that's the, that's the little guy from Superman. 
And I'd, I'd almost say, say most of the people would probably assume that your way was right and that they don't know how to say it. Yeah, for a second, we'll be like, oh, gosh, have I been saying this? Oh, no, that's that would be me at a comic convention. <laughs> well, one, I would be like, eh, sure, I don't know how to say it. That works, obviously. That feels like a good end to the podcast. We talked about Mater and his ungodly powers, mm-hmm. uh, like we like to do. Sounds like a good place to cut it off for the week. And as always, this has been Please, Mater, do not destroy us with your almighty powers. Yeah, it sure has. Sorry we talked about superheroes and not cars for a lot of that. We like superheroes a lot, and it's our podcast, so I take back our sorry. <laughs> uh, More like sorry, th- not sorry. <laughs> I'm cool and hip. You remember when that was a popular thing to say? It wasn't a good time. It's not a good time now. I'm sad. Uh, (laughs) But anyway, thanks for listening, I guess. But not, I guess. Thank you for listening. It was a very cool thing you did. Uh, I appreciate it a lot. And John probably does too. I do. Uh, Remember to like, comment, subscribe, send us your emails. Please give us your suggestions. Any questions you have in general, anything you want us to talk about, please. We're happy to accept new material. Uh, We're we're just gung-ho about audience interaction. Uh, I want all of it all the time. Uh, it's true. So is that everything? Uh, yeah, I just want to say real quick, if you do want to email us, it's uh, thekachat at gmail.com and our Twitter is at thekachat. Uh, other than that, I'll just say John didn't do his facts this week and I wanted to point that out. I didn't want that to be a thing that didn't get noticed. All right. Uh, here's, the, here's the thing. So your fun Oh, you facts, can do these off the dome. Yeah. No, like I... I had thought of some before, but they're like, no, it's just comic book facts. Okay, so fun fact of the day. uh, Superman was one of the first official superheroes that would be ever actually significant. And by that, I do mean that uh, publication-wise, it was before Batman even. I believe it was started off in the 20s, but may have been actually published in the 30s. Would have been early 30s. And uh, the original concept for Superman was a bald, uh, telepathic, telekinetic man who was evil. That's oh, your not fun fact of that's... the day, I guess. Okay. Well, good a place as any to end it. I'm Lucas. And I'm John. Remember to float like a Cadillac. <laughs> Until, next... Hey. Until next time. Sting like a beamer. <laughs> oh, shoot. What's happening? <laughs> See, I was doing a joke where back. I was... Run it back. Run it back? Okay. Uh, Until next time, remember to float like a beamer. And stink like a Cadillac, I guess. I guess. What joke were you doing? I was just gonna like, we would do the pause, and then I would just say what you said, and then I would just keep doing that. But then I decided, no, this is gonna take way too long. It's true. It already has. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>